0: It's funny, my dad keeps calling it my calling, and I'm like, yeah, dad, you're right. I love that you get that.
1: Welcome to The Yarn, a school library journal production. I'm Colby Sharp. Today, we continue our Unraveler series with picture book creator Deborah Friedman. I sat down with Deborah at NCTE in Atlanta. Sitting down and talking books with Deborah Friedman should go on everyone's bucket list. In each Unraveler episode, a book creator takes us inside one of their books, their inspirations, fears, frustrations, triumphs, epiphanies, the whole thing pulled apart, unraveled. Today, Deborah Friedman talks about her calling, making picture books, book gutters, and how the tone of shy changed during the editing process.
0: My name is Deborah Friedman, and I am the author and illustrator of Shy, published by Viking Children's Books. Shy is about um, a character who is almost too shy to actually appear in his own book. Um, But he loves to read, especially books about birds. And so when a real bird flies by one day, he falls in love with her song, with the sound of her voice. Um, So he leaves home for the first time ever to follow her. When I was working on my book, The Story of Fish and Snail, um, early versions of the book, in the earliest drafts, the gutter played a really big part in that book, um, a really big part. But then the story just wasn't working, so at some point my editor, Kendra Levin, broke the news to me that we had to edit that out of the book, and it was really hard. It was like, you know, a true kill your darlings scenario. I had to get rid of that. Um, And I just sort of comforted myself by saying, okay, I'll I'll return to this idea of the gutter someday. And then um, a few years ago, I was taking a walk with my agent, Stephen Barr, and we were talking about that, and he was um, agreeing with me that I should return to that someday. He wanted to see me return to the gutter someday, playing with the gutter. Um, And he said, what if a character came out of the gutter? And so I thought, well, hmm. Okay, but, you know, that's your idea, that's not my idea. Anyway, so I went home. But then one day I did start thinking about it, and I thought, hmm, a character coming out of the gutter. So who is this character? And why are they in the gutter in the first place? Um, Are they hiding from something? Are they afraid? Um, Is this character shy? And then I was like, bingo. It took what seemed like forever to revise before I got to final art. I think we worked on it for about nine months, um, which is a little bit weird because the essential story never changed. It was always about this character Shy who starts in the gutter of the book, and in fact, the first line of the book never changed. I don't think that's ever happened to me before but the first line was shy was happiest between the pages of a book with that arrow pointing to the gutter that never changed. That was the first thing I wrote and it was there till the end which I lightning struck. It'll probably never happen again but that's what I did and um, so but and the essential story about this shy character and the bird um, falling in love with the sound of the bird's voice and all, that essential story never changed. What really changed was the tone of the story. Um, and I, it took a long time because I chased it in a... Picture books can go in a thousand different directions, and I went down a lot of wrong roads. Um, but the tone of the story, the original tone of the story, was kind of quirky. I don't know how to explain that, except you know there were scenes... Um, there was a scene with... A, at the opera with all these animals. And there was a scene, a party scene with all these animals. And then finally the, t- the tone just, um, we edited that kind of man-made sort of stuff out of the book until the only man-made thing that's left are books. Um, and the tone just got quieter and quieter and quieter and which was totally appropriate for the subject of the book. So that's what really changed over the course of editing it. And what I loved about that change in tone was it allowed me to do the art that I did. The art that I did, I think, suited a very quiet book. All of my books the the thing that's in your head before you start writing is so brilliant and so amazing and it's going to be amazing and then the reality of what you're capable of doing it, it doesn't you know I mean I occasionally exceed my own expectations and that's a great thing but I definitely feel a little disappointment a lot of times when I finish books except for shy I have to say that book for me i just felt like that that was my voice more than any of my other books and i felt that felt good to feel like i'd found my voice and like i was actually did exceed my own expectations for it actually feel like kids emotions aren't really different from ours they just lack perspective And so it's easy for us to say that's not a big deal, but they're feeling it for the very first time. So I feel like a huge part of my job is getting into that head of what is it like to feel things for the first time? And I want so badly, if anything, for kids to read my books and feel understood. My hope for this book is just that readers who want this book or even need this book I hope they will find it it's a quiet book it's not a big splashy book but I do hope its readers are able to find it <laughs>
1: Thank you for listening to this episode of The Yarn. Big thanks to Philip Stead for creating our theme song. Additional music for this episode provided by Julie Maxwell via the Free Music Archive. If you like what you hear, be sure to subscribe to our show wherever you listen to podcasts. If you have an idea for an episode or season of The Yarn, shoot us an email, theyarnpodcast at gmail.com. I'm Colby Sharp. Thanks for listening.